Welcome to the Tuesdays Together Greenville podcast. We are the local chapter of the Rising Tide Society, a community that exists to empower the creative economy and unite small business owners in the power of community over competition. We believe that you were built to belong, that you are not alone, and that there is power in community. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, the leader of Tuesdays Together Greenville. And every two weeks on this podcast, we spotlight local small business owners to share their story. Joining me today is Kristen Alana. Kristen is a life coach for overwhelmed millennial women. She helps women ditch the feeling of overwhelm and live more intentional lives. She's also the host of the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast, which is a fabulous podcast, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am so excited too. We had you speak at our meetup recently um, and you did such a phenomenal job. And I was like, wow, I have to have her on the podcast. So thank you for being here. Um, I want to hear about you. What we do on this podcast is we spotlight local business owners here in Greenville and the upstate area. So I want to hear your story. Talk to me a little bit about when you decided to work for yourself and how you settled on coaching. I know that you've done a lot of things in your life. So I would just love to hear a little bit about your story. Yeah. So I'll back it up a little while and go back to when I was growing up. My parents, both my parents were entrepreneurs. So I grew up around business owners. I never experienced them having a nine to five job. I always experienced my dad coming home for lunch and we got to go to the beach in September and just like random things like that. So I always had this, I think, kind of desire to do life in that way because that's what I knew and that was familiar and it felt like freedom to me. It felt really cool to see my parents get to live their life and do what they wanted to do every day and have a business and we made money and we were able to live. So um, I I think I knew subconsciously all along that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but when I was going into college, I was experiencing kind of this feeling of wanting to be creative. I had explored a lot of different options in high school. I thought about like nursing and some things that were more in like a helping field, but at the time I was really drawn to being creative. So I took some extra art classes in high school and I started out at the Savannah College of Art and Design studying fashion design. So that's what I wanted to do. I loved to sew. I loved fashion. And so I started out in fashion design. And about two years in, I was like, I don't love this. I love, <laughs> I love the creative side of it, but it was very industry focused, not the direction I wanted to go. So I transferred to the University of Georgia, which is in Athens, Georgia, which is where I'm from, and studied textile design. And I loved it. We were like getting our hands dirty in dyes and we were weaving and we were screen printing. It was so fun. And I was like, this is it. Like this creative thing is, it feels more like me kind of being in the studio. So I graduate college and I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do with this textile design degree? I did an internship with a children's bedding company and didn't really love it. And so I'm like, I like the studio. I like being in the studio. So I decided I got a just a customer service job at um, like a local screen printing company, and I started designing textiles in my spare bedroom. So I just kind of like got back to that creative part of me that I loved so much. 
and did that for a while. So I actually started doing like craft fairs and stuff like that in, in Athens. And then I came up to Greenville and I did the Indie Craft Parade here and just got really involved in the creative community and made so many incredible friends and just like really built community that way. But I, I was completely overwhelmed because I was trying to run this business. I was also working a job and I started to feel this feeling of, I want to do something that's not just for me. I love this and it feels like it fuels me, but I don't really feel like I'm impacting people in the way that I want. That part of me was missing. And I didn't know a lot about myself at the time, like personality types and all that. But I started to learn that I like helping people in some way. And it kind of like takes me back to that high school version of me that wanted to potentially be a nurse. (laughs) There was a part of me there that I think knew that I was a helper person, but I didn't, but I wanted this, I had this creative drive. So I started exploring, okay, who am I? What do I want to do? I want to help people. (laughs) And I went to a yoga teacher training. I had started practicing yoga in college and I loved it. And I thought, well, okay, if I take this yoga teacher training, I can learn to teach people yoga. So I go to this teacher training and we're in the classes and she's teaching me yoga. And she said, I want you to notice your thoughts. I want you to notice what you're thinking in this pose. And I had never heard that phrase. I thought, what does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. I have, I can notice my thoughts are not just on default. (laughs) So that was like my first light bulb moment of, okay, what's this mindset stuff? So then she turns out one of my teachers was a life coach, is a life coach. And um, she started teaching me this mindset stuff and that I could notice my thoughts. I could be aware of how I'm comparing myself to my neighbor in the yoga class or what I'm thinking about myself. I'm judging myself maybe. And that was really eye-opening for me. And that was kind of the first seed planted. Well, then fast forward, I taught yoga for a while moved to Greenville, taught yoga here, and still kind of was on this path of, I want to help people, still designing textiles, I'm teaching yoga. I think I was working, I don't know how many jobs at that point. So clearly pretty overwhelmed. I then decided, I think I want to be a massage therapist. That'll be my next thing. So I go to massage school and become a massage therapist and really loved that I was making an impact. I was helping people. They were feeling better. They would come in feeling stressed. They would leave feeling relaxed. But I started noticing the way that people are talking when they're telling me about how they're feeling, it's all coming from their mind. Like the reason they're actually stressed in their body is because of how they're thinking about their life, how they're stressed in their life. So I started making this connection of going back to like, okay, this is mindset. Maybe this is this thought thing that I was (laughs) taught (laughs) in my yoga class and started kind of leaning more towards coaching and listening to a lot of coaches, listening to some podcasts. At that point, I decided, okay, here's the missing piece. I've studied the body. Now I want to study the mind. So that's when I did my first coaching certification and decided that I wanted to do the coaching thing. I think this was the thing. This feels exciting to me. It feels most like me. And in a lot of ways, it felt creative because I got to study people and learn and kind of figure out like what's happening in their mind. So fast forward, I studied coaching. I then began to, well, one, I noticed that I was extremely overwhelmed and I needed to solve this problem for myself. So I began to notice, okay, what's happening here in my own mind? I started letting go of a lot of things and simplifying and honing in and being really intentional about what do I want to do, what's most important to me, and what can I let go of? 
And that took letting go of an identity of being a textile designer and having a business doing that. So I went through this whole kind of transition phase on my own. And then I began to work with other creatives for a little while. That was who I worked with at first was creative entrepreneurs who were overwhelmed and had way too many things. As creatives, we tend to take on a lot. We tend to get really excited about a lot of different projects. And so we agree to a lot of things. We get in over our heads and then we have to figure out what are we doing? (laughs) So I ended up working with that group for a little bit. And then it just kind of transitioned to working with millennial age women. It became not just that they had a creative business, but they were overwhelmed by societal expectations. I don't know what I'm doing. Where should I, what should I do with my life? And then there was also, I had people who wanted to start a business, but felt overwhelmed by that. There are, I have moms who are just like handling life. (laughs) So it kind of morphed into people in this kind of 30 year old age range, overwhelmed by life in general. And that's when I started working specifically with just people who felt overwhelmed. So that is where we are now. And now that is what I do. I work with overwhelmed millennial women and I help them feel ease in their lives and live more intentionally and really get clear on what they want to do, what matters to them and how to come back home to that over and over. Mm, I love that. And what I love about your journey is that it wasn't overnight. You knew exactly what it was that you wanted to do from square one. You went from one thing to the next thing and it was kind of maybe like stepping stones from one thing to the next and uncovering a little bit more of, okay, what feels more like me? Where am I heading? And I think that as a small business owner, that is so relatable because (laughs) we, you know, for me, we, I got into business because I wanted that freedom that you talked about. Mm -hmm. You saw your parents having that freedom Mm -hmm. of being able to be there for family milestones, to be at lunch every day with your family and to have the freedom of doing what you want. But when you get started, you're like, that's the ideal. Now, how do I get there? (laughs) And and it seems like, yeah, we, we always tend to go from one thing to the next. I'm sure there are people out there who knew exactly what it was that they wanted to do from, from the very beginning. But for a lot of us, that's not how it is. Um, so I love that you allowed yourself the freedom to try those things and mm-hmm. to, um, to see where that took you. But also you allowed yourself the freedom to let go of those things when they weren't you realize they weren't serving you anymore. And I think that shows a lot about yourself and a lot of self-awareness too, of just realizing I like these parts about it. You know, you mentioned that you loved to help people and impact people, but maybe that part of understanding the mind was missing. Um, And even in nursing, you said you were enjoying um, helping people. So I just love how it was a journey and that's so relatable. (laughs) You're like speaking my language because- Uh, I, I, especially after the, the last two years that we've had with the pandemic, I know, um, that a lot of people are trying to rethink what they want out of life and rethink, um, where they want to go. And if they're business owners, they've, a lot of people have been forced to rethink their businesses, but maybe it's an opportunity to ask yourself, what is it that you really want? And what is it that you Mm -hmm. really want to achieve? in your life. So I want to talk about how it is that you help people 
to overcome the feeling of overwhelm because Mm -hmm. for many people, whether they're moms or business owners or, or both, um, Mm -hmm. or just dealing with life and whatever, it can be overwhelming to, to know, oh my goodness, well, what should I do? What do I want to do? How do I even know what I want to do? And how do I let go of these pressures and all that stuff? It's, it's very overwhelming. Overwhelm is a feeling that we can all relate to. So mm-hmm. I would love to talk about, um, about how, how it is that you, um, how have you found that overwhelm impacts people? Um, one thing that you mentioned to me earlier is that overwhelm steals our time and it impacts our relationships and it keeps us from creating a life that matters to us. So I'd love to talk a little bit about how you've seen overwhelm do that to people and also mm-hmm. how they can overcome that. Yeah. So we think that overwhelm is happening because of the circumstances in our lives. So, and we're taught this essentially, we are taught that people, places, and things can make us feel certain things. <laughs> and so we think if my schedule is full, if my kids have so much going on, and if I am trying to figure out this business and trying to be a mom or trying to do all of the things at once, then of course I am automatically overwhelmed. That is just happening to me. But what I teach in the coaching tool that I use is called the self-coaching model. And I'm trained at the Life Coach School. So that's the tool that we use as Life Coach School coaches. And what that means is the the model states that there are circumstances in the world that are completely neutral. And a circumstance in this case is that you have three kids, you have a business, you have a full-time job, you are married, you have a home. Like These are the facts of the situation. You can find all the facts that we would all agree with. Those are the circumstances. And then you have a thought about those circumstances. And it might be, I don't know how to do all of this. I can't handle it all. And that thought is creating a feeling. The feeling is overwhelm. Overwhelm is a feeling. It's not a circumstance. It is not a, it's not a thing that's happening to you. It is a feeling. And that feeling is coming from the thought that you're having. And so then when you have that thought, you most of the time don't take action. So what I see a lot is um, after we have a feeling, we act from our feelings. And so the actions that people take or don't take when it comes to overwhelm is they don't take care of the things that they want to do. They tend to spin in overwhelm. And so like you spin in your mind, you overthink, maybe you make tons of lists, but you never accomplish anything on the list, or you you might act out towards your family. So maybe you get frustrated with the people around you, or you potentially blame, or you're like, you know, I have all of this going on and it's it's everyone else's fault that I'm so stressed and nobody helps me. Like those are the actions that you take. And then that creates a result. And so the result from a thought like I can't handle all of this is that you can't handle it or that you don't handle it. So you don't take care of things. You don't you know, get tasks done. You don't deal with the things that you want to do and thus taking up time. You tend to waste time. You tend to get frustrated with your family. So then you miss possible good connections with your family because you're you're frustrated and you're and you're like ah so that is creating this result of not handling this life and the things that you do have going on and so that also means that you're not you're usually not making decisions for what could be you're not deciding okay I need to let go of this or I need to delegate that or I need to knock out these tasks today you're not 
in that frame of mind because you're overwhelmed. And when we're in this feeling of overwhelm, we really get clouded by that feeling and we just spin and stress and stay in action. <laughs> so it takes away from the life that we could be creating. And that's why I think it's so powerful to recognize that we have control over that feeling. We always have control over how we're feeling because our feelings are created from our thoughts. They're not created from our circumstances. So this is what I teach the clients that I work with is, is that you have total control over how you're feeling. And we could, we could take these same circumstances and have two different people have the same circumstances and they could have two different thoughts. One person could think this is too much. I can't handle it. And the other person could think, let's go. I'm excited. <laughs> let's do all the things. <laughs> so that's why it's so important to recognize that overwhelm is always created by our thoughts and we have all the power to change it and to feel better. Even though the circumstances stay the same. That's the cool thing that you can still have the same kids and spouse and life and <laughs> schedule. All of that can stay the same. You can feel differently. And then when you feel differently, then you can act from that feeling and you can either keep the same circumstances or you can decide from that new place of feeling empowered. Oh, this is what I want to change in my own situation, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to do all of these jobs and all of these things and all of these businesses. There, there's something that I do want to let go of. There are many things that I want to let go of. And I want to choose that intentionally instead of choosing it because I'm frustrated or because I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, well, then I have to just give all this up because I can't do it all. <laughs> so yeah, choosing that powerfully to say, no, I'm, I'm deciding that I want to go all in on this and I want to let these things go because they no longer are aligned with who I want to be. Yeah, I'm, I love that you said we have control over how we're feeling. And that gives us so, that gives you such a sense of freedom because mm -hmm. when we're attacked by overwhelm, we feel no freedom you know we feel like we're stuck and we're trapped but yes. i it uh it sounds to me like what you're saying is it takes recognizing that what happens to you um is neutral and you can control how you react to a certain situation mm -hmm. so talk to i would love to hear a little bit more about that i would love to hear a little bit more about um how we can notice the thoughts that we're having when we have a reactionary thought and we think um, we have a thought in relation to a circumstance, how can we start to notice those thoughts a little bit more in our lives? Yeah. So one thing that you might be able to recognize before you can pinpoint the thought is you might be able to recognize the feeling or the action that you're taking. So often what I love about the model is that we can look at any line in the model and we can find what's happening there and then trace it back to what you're thinking. So you can say, okay, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. And if you were to ask yourself why, the answer to that why is going to lead you to what you're thinking. So if you're like, why am I so overwhelmed? It might be like, because I, I don't think I can do all of this or because I took on too many things and I'm, I'm frustrated that I don't know how I'm going to handle it all. So that pinpoints, oh, that's what I'm thinking. And that's creating that feeling of overwhelm. Or you might notice that you are procrastinating a lot. So maybe you're like, gosh, I'm scrolling Instagram a lot, but I really have a lot of other things that I want to be doing. <laughs> or, oh, I'm, I'm over here cleaning my house when I'm 
I could be working on my business. What is what's happening here? So if you can begin to catch yourself in those moments and say, what am I doing? Why is it that I'm putting off what I want to be doing? Why is it that I'm not actually taking the action towards the things that I am interested in? That answering that question is going to tell you, oh, it's because I'm, you know, I'm overwhelmed by the things that I have over here. So I'm just going to go do something that I can control. Often, I notice this a lot with myself and with my clients. We, if we're overwhelmed, let's say we're overwhelmed in our business, we will go do something that we have some control over. So it might be deep clean our house, or we will agree to a bunch of things with our friends or with our family, or we'll call our sister and talk for an hour because it's just like this, I feel more in control of. And it excites me more. I get that quick, like dopamine hit. If I clean my house, like it's something accomplished. I feel good. <laughs> but if I'm working on this task over here for my business or, or I'm afraid of what people think or I'm not making the progress I want to make and so I'm really judging myself, I procrastinate there. So it gives us an opportunity to see what am I really afraid of or what am I thinking or what's going on. And I would say the thing to notice is just to be be onto yourself and be willing to watch yourself as you go throughout your life without judgment. This is not to say I I am cleaning my house instead of working on my business. Like I shouldn't be doing that. It's not to judge. It's more so to just recognize, oh, there I go again. Like there I go again doing that. Why? And really ask yourself compassionately because all it will do is reveal what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And then we can work with that because our thoughts are driving all of our actions. So we want to look at, okay, what am I, what am I thinking? What's happening today? And just to be really onto ourselves and aware of it. Without that awareness, we can't change it. So we, we don't want to just come in and say, oh, just think differently. <laughs> Instead, we want to be observant of ourselves and be willing to just watch ourselves as we go throughout our lives and let that be a fun practice to just see what we do so that then we can notice that's a pattern. There I go again. This is what I'm doing. And that's when I want to begin to make change. So it sounds like we kind of have to work backwards a little bit because the thing that we notice is usually that feeling or mm -hmm. that action that we're taking. And I think that that's why working with a coach is so great because you have someone who's a objective party who can kind mm -hmm. of see things a little bit clearly when you're in that, you know, feeling of overwhelm or procrastination or whatever it is that you're doing that you don't want to be doing or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you need that other person to say, Hey, this is, this is, this is what you're doing and this is how we can help it. And I love right. how you said, um, not as a way to judge yourself or to shame yourself, but to be compassionate. Um, mm -hmm. Something that you said, on our Tuesdays Together meetup was uh, we, was that someone on the call was said they, they did something that they weren't proud of, but you were like, oh, this is neutral. This is not even a big deal. And I think for me, when you're like, oh, I did this, you know, I really put off all the tasks for my business and I didn't work on my business today. And we think, oh, that means I'm a terrible person and I'm so bad. But you were like, no, that's not... <laughs> Yeah, not at all. <laughs> and truly, that's one thing that coaching has done for me is to teach, it has taught me so much self-compassion because I really can observe myself and see, oh, the only reason I did that was because this is what I was thinking and this is how I was feeling. It's totally neutral. And then what we do is we look at 
we observe ourselves and then we put that in the circumstance. Okay, the circumstance is now that I have this to-do list and I didn't check off any of it. (laughs) So now what do I want to think about that? I can choose to think that it makes me someone who is a terrible person who can't accomplish anything, or I can think I didn't get those things done. Now I'm going to do them. Like really, it can be so neutral. And that's what I think is, is so powerful about coaching is that I am a totally neutral party. I, you know, have no, I don't have the same thoughts about you that you have about yourself. Instead, my job is to see you as your highest version of you. Like the the person that you want to be, I see that you are totally capable of that. And you're already there. We just have to pull it out of you. You just have to see it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And you help people pull that out of themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah so one thing that I noticed when uh, we were talking before this podcast is you talk a lot about your vision for for millennial women and how you want them to feel. So mm-hmm. on our last few minutes, I would love to hear what it is that you want for people. Like, what is your mission as a as a life coach? What is that you know future that you envision for them? Mm-hmm. I envision them truly feeling at ease in their lives. You can feel so at peace in your life, even if you're not where you want to be, even if you have not accomplished all the goals, even if you didn't check everything off your to-do list yesterday, like you really can feel at peace and at ease in your life and in yourself ultimately. And you can feel that freedom in yourself and that love and compassion for yourself, no matter what you've done in the past and no matter what you've done today. Like it doesn't even matter. You can choose to think about yourself intentionally and lovingly. And I also think that overwhelm is a thing that can be solved so easily. And I think we as a society really see it as a big problem. Like, oh, I need to solve this problem of overwhelm and what am I going to do? And I need to declutter my entire home and get rid of everything and just go be on a beach by myself. And that's the only way I'll feel peace. But really, your whole life can stay the same and you can feel less overwhelmed now, like today. It's that simple. And then you can decide from there more clearly on what are my values and what does an intentional life look like for me? What would it mean to feel at ease and at peace in my life? And then we can design that. So what's so cool is that that is totally in your control and it's so much simpler and just so much easier than we think. (laughs) That's my mission. (laughs) I love that. And it's so freeing. It's such a message that we all need and we all want um, is we want to feel at ease in our lives, but we don't know how to do it or we think it's not possible, but you're saying it is possible. It is so possible. possible. (laughs) It's totally possible. And it's so simple to do. It takes practice and it takes being willing to observe ourselves and our patterns with how we are now and being willing to say, it's okay that this is how I've been. It's okay that this is what I've been thinking and I want to change it. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the steps to do that. And like we were saying before, I mean, it might take a little bit of time to unpack all those years of thoughts and beliefs that you've had, but that's okay. Like we'll get there. And then in an instant, it will click and you'll be like, oh, look at that. Like, I feel I feel at ease now. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Well, this podcast is um, for business owners. Well, for anyone who wants to hear about business owners as well. But at Tuesdays mm-hmm. Together, what we do is we, um, we want to give business owners a place where they can feel like they're not alone. And we... We come together, we learn about business, we have different topics that we learn about, but it's also just a place to 
to relate to each other and to say, oh, you, you did that too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I'm not crazy. I love that. So one thing that you mentioned um, in your story when you were sharing it, and I kind of talked about this a little bit, but I would love to kind of wrap up here is that it was a, a process for you of figuring out what it is that you wanted to do. So I would love to hear if you have any advice for anyone who is in business trying to pave that path for themselves and figure out what it is that they really want. Maybe um, they're feeling like where they are right now is not exactly where they want to be. Maybe they have that nagging feeling of like, you know, I'm not sure if I'm accomplishing my true purpose or I'm not sure if this is really what I want out of my life. So before we wrap up, is there anything that you would say to someone in that situation who's wanting to take the next step in their business or just feeling dejected or especially after the last two years that we've had, um, what would you say to them? Yeah. The first thing I would say is that it's okay that you are having this thought, that it's totally normal that you're kind of questioning or saying, I don't know, maybe this isn't it. Maybe there's more. That's not a problem. I think we we think that it's a problem if we haven't figured it all out or if we're like, I'm I'm not sure. I'm still questioning. Or, you know, maybe you're like, I'm I'm in my 30s. I should have this figured out. Like just all of those thoughts. We just have societal programming in our brains and that's okay. We can just decide that it's okay that where I am is where I am. That's one thought that I would give you, that it is completely okay to be here where you are. I would also say that you needed everything to get here. Like I think about the person that I am now as a coach who helps people with their mind. I didn't know that I needed to get here unless I had gone through all of the the body stuff and the creative stuff and the other businesses. Like I had to do all of that. I had to have this inkling of, I think I want to help people, but then I also have this urge to be creative. And I needed to explore both in order to finally come back around to being creative in this way by impacting people through coaching. So it's okay that your path has maybe taken some winding turns and you've had to go backwards sometimes and take a left here, take a right there. It's okay. It's totally fine. It is your story and it's, it's okay that that is your path. I also think that we are, we're so conditioned to believe that there is an arrival point, that we are supposed to be here and we're supposed to have it all figured out, but there is never an arrival point. Like the journey of life and the process is the fun part. Like once you, once you hit all those goals and arrive, you're, you're immediately going to say, well, what's next? Well, now what? (laughs) So being willing to enjoy the the journey and be, and I know that's like such a cliche thing to say, but if we don't learn to love and accept where we are on the path, we will never love the arrival point. And we, we truly believe that when I arrive, then I can be happy with myself or be content. But the thing is you take your brain with you the whole way. So whenever you arrive, you're going to have the same set of thoughts. (laughs) So you want to come to the place of acceptance where now you can say, it's okay that I'm still figuring it out. And it's exciting to be learning. Like I think about now, I I want to be a coach for as as long as it excites me, honestly, but something else might excite me in the future. I don't know. And I'm totally willing to be excited by life and let the next thing guide me and just be enjoying wherever I am in the moment because that's the most fun. That's what makes it fun. (laughs) Yeah. There really is beauty in the journey, right? Yeah. Awesome. 
Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. I would love for you to tell people where they can find you online and how they can work with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun. I can be found on Instagram at underscore Kristen Alana. You can find me at my website, kristenalana.com. You can listen to my podcast, Overwhelmed to Intentional. Um, Those are the main places that I hang out. I have an email list if you like to receive emails, so you can find me on my email list. But for the most part, I am in those places and I'm on Instagram talking about tips for your mindset stuff and overwhelm and all of those things. So that's the best place you can find me. The way to work with me is to work with me one-on-one. I work with clients for six months at a time and we do weekly one-on-one coaching and I am there helping you get in your brain and say, what am I thinking? How am I creating this current result? And what do I want to be creating? What's the life that I want to have? I help you envision that and then actually take the action and think differently to get there. Awesome. Thank you, Kristen. It was such a pleasure to talk with you. Always a joy to talk with you. (laughs) Thank you again. Loved it. Thank you. Awesome, you guys. Well, if you want to learn more about Tuesdays Together, you can visit us online at greenville.therisingtidesociety.com. You can get information about our monthly gatherings there. And also, if you're not local to Greenville, you can also visit the website to find your local chapter of the Rising Tide Society because there are chapters all over the world. So definitely head over to the website, greenville.therisingtidesociety.com. Connect with Kristen. Kristen's amazing. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.